0: What's up ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the good, the bad and the stupid. It's Thursday the 25th of February, the penultimate episode of the week. Have I said that right? The penultimate episode of the week. Last but last one is what that means. For you thickos out there, I didn't know what it meant for a long time. Um, I, never, I never needed to know what the last but last thing was in many situations in my life. And then all of a sudden I kept people started throwing penultimate around when I was... Uh, um, on stage and things like this. Oh yes, on stage when I've done comedy stuff on stage. People called me the penultimate. I was like, oh, what the fuck's the penultimate? Is he taking the piss or what? No. You're the last but last one. That means you're not the headliner. But you're the one on before him. I don't know if that's a fucking good thing or a bad thing. Um because they obviously don't want anybody showing up the headliner, so maybe they're putting me on to be shit just in front of him so that he does well. Anyway, uh, I digress. It's we like to give a shout out on somebody on a on an, on an important person's birthday. I like to give you know somebody or, or if it's somebody I respect or I've grew up uh, enjoying their performances or whatever else, I like to give a shout out for their birthday. Uh, and this time today, I am going to be giving a shout out. A special uh, happy birthday to Banana Man. That's right, it's Banana Man's birthday. He's been forty years, uh, forty years as Banana Man. He's forty years in the comic. What's he been in the beano? And he's coming back on TV. On TV, I tell you what, I'm an adult, but I'll be, I, I wouldn't be embarrassed about. Saving Banana Man on my TV and coming back and watching it, I loved Banana Man. It was brilliant. Am I going to how many times am I going to say Banana Man, Banana Man, Banana Man? I'm actually putting it in your head now. You're going to be going to work buying banana. You might not even like bananas. You'd be buying bananas. what have I got all these bananas for? I'll tell you why. It's because that idiot kept saying Banana Man on his podcast. But yeah, it was brilliant. I loved it. It was, uh you know, if you're going to be a, a hero, that's. The every every man, everybody could uh, could be banana man. It was like a working class kid, wasn't it? And he turned into this uh, superhero. I liked the tick as well. The tick was a really good one. Um, you don't see that much, but uh, that one used to crack me up when I was a kid. So yeah, um, Super Ted. I wasn't a big. I was all right. Super Ted was all right, but it wasn't as good as. Uh, I'm not going to say it again. You know who I mean. Happy birthday, anyway. I'm not going to put the b- big banana sign up outside when I'm in trouble now that you're back. Well, I might do if I'm in trouble, but I'm not in trouble. Anyway, uh, moving on to uh, a teenager. The fact is, I, I said the other day about uh, people um, ab- about giving dodgy excuses at work when you run out of all the simple excuses and then you end up with more elaborate ones when you're trying to get time off or you're late or whatever, and you end up with these you know really extravagant kind of fucking excuses because you've run out of anything uh simple to say and this guy's fucking took it to the extreme this kid has took uh, he called the police uh, saying that he'd been kidnapped and when the police turned up he had his own he had his hands and uh, he had his hands tied behind his back with his own belt and a bandana stuffed over his mouth and the, uh, the two mass men, he said the two mass men had knocked him unconscious and kidnapped him before dumping him near a water tower in the city. So he called the police to come out so this could collaborate the story. But it was bullshitting. He wanted to get out of going to work as a tyre fitter, as a tyre um, supplier. And the police found no evidence. So they, he had to plead guilty to uh, reporting a false, uh, a false kidnapping. And he got fined for it. And he's been sacked. I mean, I've come up with some shit stories, but that is, I would never go there. That is, I mean, it's, it's took all day to fucking do that, surely. By the time he's waiting for the police to come and find him strapped up, then gone and give a statement down at the police station, he probably must have thought somewhere along that line, I've gone wrong here somewhere, this is taking up all day, and they want to find out tomorrow, they want me to do photo feed, and the next day they want me to come in and give descriptions, so that somebody can do a drawing, that's the photo fit, should I say. Then they want me to grab... They're going to grab a load of people and put them in a, in a line-up. They want me to make sure I got. I obviously can't pick somebody. This is dragging on and on and on. All I wanted was a day off on Monday. And ended up with a fucking week. So you might as well have just gone and put fitted a few tyres, mate. Or at least fucking... You know... Gone in for half a day or something and blagged that you got a sore tooth or something like that. I don't know what. But yeah. And that's a guy... In, uh, where where is he from? Arizona. So, uh, if anybody else is thinking of pulling that trick in Arizona <laughs> anytime soon, don't, because it's been used and they're onto it. It's the shittiest excuse I've ever come across so far. Anyway, um, I, I, and I is another one, I, well, it's, it's nothing to do with it. I, these are in no particular order, by the way. I've not had time to put them in any order. So, we're going extremely unprofessional today. Our galaxy could be teeming with, gal- with alien life say, an expert who found water is present at the formation of every planet. Um, well, I don't think it's that far-fetched to think that it is. But then, again, I'll take I'll take any anything uh, that Brian Cox says as truth. I, whatever he says is the truth, in my mind. If he says it's possible, it's possible. If he says it's not possible, it's not possible. He's my number one reference to the stars and the galaxies. But uh, I just think it's... I personally, being no expert at all in the field, believe that it's 100% possible and aliens do exist. And I also, I'm not I'm not on my own there because there's about, I, I always keep pulling these stories out. Half of them say, no, it's never going to happen. Half of them say, yeah, the 100% is going to happen. So even science is split completely down the centre. So until we get one of these, uh, hopefully this Mars bot, whatever it is, is uh, going to find some footprints or it's going to come across. Imagine, it's, it's travelling across. I saw a brilliant picture on there yesterday. It showed uh, Earth, uh, Venus, uh, what was the other planet? Pluto? He had three planets anyway in the sky. It was like something of like Star Wars. But that robot's going to be bumming along Mars' surface. And a little rat is going to come up, or you know, a little otter, a little Mars otter. He's going to come up and start messing with the camera. That is just going to be amazing if that happens. Or a little alien fucking uh, critter just comes up and starts pulling faces in front of the camera. Monkey or something, I don't know what. It's going to be, it's going to shock everybody, and it possibly could happen. Or somebody just, you might just come along and there's like, you know, some aliens sitting on deck chairs outside their little alien tent. And the, or little alien igloo or whatever they've got, Mars igloo. And they're sitting there drinking some space beer. We never know what's going to come back. But it's exciting. I mean, it's so simple, the the pictures. And you just think, well, it's just a bit of a mountain and all that kind of stuff. It's like Australia, in fact, some of the outback scenes of Australia. But then you your brain kicks in and go, oh, that's actually fucking on Mars on another planet. It's pretty amazing. With uh, and they showed the sunset on there the other day as well. Anyway, moving on to uh, uh, BBC. The BBC have took part in an online training course on how to drink water for this stuff. How dumb with the fucking, you know, how much money does that cost? Are they just trying to spend money, trying to spend taxpayers' money or uh, license payers' money because they've got no, you know, the leftovers from license, all the shit programs that they might have made. I think we need to spend some money on. Uh, On a training course on how to drink water properly. I mean, I don't get how the fuck they think people don't know. After somebody at the uh, water canteen throwing water in the face or dripping it all over the floor or spilling it all over the desk or something. Are you employing a load of, uh, I don't know, a load of fucking lunatics or something? Surely. But anyway, I don't know what, uh, they're obviously trying to get out of any kind of potential claims. Maybe loads of people have been blagging, oh we need to come off, I've got a water disease, I haven't been able to drink water properly for the past. That's, that's, they've had that excuse, they've heard it a few times and maybe they're thinking, now. We're not going to have that anymore, I don't think. We're going to nick that nick that, uh, excuse in the bud. But I, I just I can't be bothered to read it, it's so boring a story, but uh, they are obviously uh, think there's a cause for it. Uh, this guy's got it got it down. I like, uh, uh, I like a little scam every now and then. And this guy, this butcher, the butcher has rigged his own scales by uh, with some change on the bottoms of the scales so that they charge the customers 30p extra each time. So every time that the customer goes and puts some meat on the scale, it gets charged an extra 30p. And it's all because some pennies are stuck to it underneath, secretly stuck coins to outweigh the mechanism. I mean, he's only nicking 30 pence, uh, an ep- 30 pence an episode, I keep trying to say. He's nicking 30 pence on every order, so he's hardly, like, you know, it's hardly the crime of the century. It's not like fucking the banker's fraud of 2008, is it? Putting an extra 30p on a few pork chops and stuff. But he's up in his takings, and he's probably a hard hit at the moment, because everybody is, aren't they? So, you know a little few few little 30p's even there might add up to if I fucking pay one of his bills or whatever. I I think that's a fucking that's well accept, acceptable. I'd be happy to continue paying him just for the it's a cheeky one, isn't it? I think he's allowed that one. We're going to let that one slide. Um if you want to go and buy some meat off him because you agree with me, where is he? Because they're obviously going to name and shame him. He's in he's in Dudley somewhere. Muddy Pigs Butchers in Willanall in West Midlands. That's where I'm from. We like a good, a good uh, little tickle up there. Willanall in West Midlands. Well, I'm not from Willanall. I'm from a nicer place than that. Sorry, Willanallians. I'm from uh, Birmingham. But, yeah. If you uh, go and support him. Well, what's he called again? Muddy Pig Butchers. You can go and visit the uh, Black Country Museum while you're there. And the, uh, where's the place? There's a place, speaking of uh, the Beano earlier, there's a place that sells cow pies out the Dandy up uh, in Dudley. What's that place called now? I don't know. It's a pie, the pie factory. The pie factory. So you can do the pie factory and you can do the uh, Black Country Museum and you can go to Muddy muddy Pigs Butchers and get ripped off. You can go on a bus, the bus cruise. You can get on a bus that's got a beer. It's got like beer and uh, wines and spirits on the bus black country bus tour that takes you to all those places and you get pissed along the way and i've been on one and along the way everyone gets that pissed by the last pub you get to everyone just starts kicking off and he's (laughs) there's a big fight it's great fun anyway last one i'm going to do was the last one last two i'm going to do is uh beatles fans if you're a beatles fan you've got a chance and you and you uh and you've always wanted to get a master's degree now you can combine the two and get a master's degree in the beatles (laughs) That's ridiculous, isn't it? But that's a good study. But at least you got to learn everything about Beatles that you can. And then you become a you know, What do you get? A master's degree. What do you get with that? Do you get a doctor or do you get like just the fact that you've got a degree? But when people ask you, I mean, that's weird, isn't it? Because a degree, what's it useful for? Nothing. But is it going to get you any of the jobs? Maybe. But it ain't going to get you a job, you know, in chemistry or anything else. Just the fact that you like the Beatles. Not unless the bloke who... Uh, is interviewing you, is a big Beatles fan, might get you on Mastermind, because you'll know everything by then, that's what you should apply for, straight away, get onto Mastermind, and use your master degree, perfect, anyway, last one I'm going to do, is Rockle, Rocker, Rockle, Rocker, Axel Rose, is starring in a new episode, of the cartoon Scooby-Doo, I can't think of a combination, that I wouldn't think, would ever happen, that I could think that wouldn't happen, should I say, is Axel Rose being in Scooby-Doo, but I like it I like it a lot I'd like to see it is it just a uh, is it like a um, a cameo role i like to wonder who he's going to be is he going to be the ghost they meet him in an abandoned diner I wonder if he's going to turn out to be the ghost he's got to be hasn't he he's going to have to be Even going to pull the mask off mask off at the end and it's Axel Rose underneath that's going to be hilarious so uh, yeah there we go Banana Man and Scooby Doo coming back one of them has got Axel Rose in it one of them has got one of my favourite, uh, one of them, one of my favourite superheroes in it. And uh, on that note, I'm going to leave you with that thought and uh, see you again tomorrow. See you later for now. Bye.